are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 135, where today I have two very special guests. I have Gretchen Men and also Daniele Gotato. So both are amazing guitarists who are part of the Guitar Cloud Symposium, which is happening on April 16th to the 19th. Now the opening track you heard today is from Gretchen's album called Abandon All Hope. And the song is called Hound of Hades. And also throughout today's podcast, you'll be hearing little snippets of the albums from Gretchen and Danielli. So in today's podcast, we talk all about what to expect from the event, which is happening next week. So any guitarists out there wanting to learn about all different techniques, make sure you check this podcast out and check out the event as well. So all the links will be in the show notes so you can have a look at exactly what's involved. Click on the website and you'll see all the details there in the PDF as well, explaining all the times. So I will be attending the event next week. Then hopefully after the event, I'll do my review on the whole event so you can check out what I got out of it and what you can get out of it as well. So again, thank you to my sponsors, Ernie Ball, Shred Guitar Works, Custom Guitar Picks, and Musician. Now, before we do go to the interview today, I just want to do another quick shout out to my friend Jason McNamara, who lives in Japan. He's got a, a new product called the Pickup Generator. So what is the Pickup Generator, you're asking? Well, let me read you the little blurb about it so you know exactly what it is. So Pickup Generator is a plugin for video editors who create guitar-based content. As with all innovations throughout history, this plugin was born out of wanting something that did not previously exist. In-depth explanations can be confusing for beginners and can feel consenting to advanced players when explaining the ins and outs of the pickup switch and what it does to the sound of the guitar and which pickups it activates. So the, the pickup generator plugins give you more time to let your viewers listen and to play and teach them the information they need to learn visually by seeing exactly what you're doing on screen rather than having to tell them. So you simply just find the make and the model you're after in the web store then make the purchase and after installing the plugin, you'll find located under Generators tab in Final Cut Pro. So they have a large and consistently growing range of models available from the biggest brands in the business, each rigged with simplicity in mind to help speed up your workflow. Each pickup generator plugin is laid out on screen to match your guitar right down to the knobs, the pole pieces, the bobbing colors and switches, just as they came out of the factory. So no more turning your head sideways to view which pickups are active. No more guesswork of the volumes, tones, coil splitting, mini switches, and push and pull pots. Pickup Generator has them ready at your disposal. Now also on the website, there is a tutorial video showing you exactly how to use it to make sure you get the most out of the plugins. And Jason has a, a Telecaster one for free, so you can actually download that one to try it out for free just to see how it all works. And you can also custom order as well. So for a small price, you can custom order to your needs and to your different pickups and switches and everything. And Jason can do that for you. So it's an amazing product. And again, the, the links are in the show notes. So I'll, I'll put the, the YouTube clip on there as well, plus the, the link to the, the webpage. 
Again, any guitarist out there, check out Pickup Generator. You won't be disappointed. So let's go over the interview now with Gretchen and Daniele. And before we do, let's have a quick listen to one of the songs off Daniele's album. And the song is called Rimsky's Beard. Thank you very much. I have, I have cats. <laughs> Glad this worked out. How are you? Yeah, no, very good. No, thanks for doing it for um, on short notice too. Oh, it's great. And actually, well, if you want, and no pressure. Um, so I, I'm married to one of the other instructors. Yeah, um, yeah Daniela Matardo. So I gave him a heads up just in case if you wanted a two for one, you yeah. have that option. But I don't mean to put you on the spot. It was more like, oh yeah, Jennifer sent this out to everybody. So yeah. he's just in the next room if you want to talk to him too. Yeah, definitely. That'd be great for sure. This is Adam. This is Daniele. Hello. And... <laughs> Ciao. Hi, yeah. nice to meet you. Ciao. He's not a guitar player or anything, but no, no, you know. can see. <laughs> just, just collect them. <laughs> yeah, so I thought I reached out to Jennifer just to, so I had her on last time, just before the last Guitar Cloud Symposium. So I thought I'd reach out to her to do yeah, another one for this one, but she said, mentioned you guys. Oh, that's cool. great. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer's the best. Yeah, like, she's amazing. Like, I had my daughter's uh, 25th birthday in February. And I reached oh, out to a few cool. different people, and Jennifer actually recorded a little video for us, you know, singing happy birthday. It was, it was really cool. <laughs> she's, she's amazing. How cool. Is your daughter a musician as well? Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she's actually, she's a lawyer. That's her main job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> but, a big um, old job. Yeah. <laughs> but we do music together as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. What a oh, cool right. dad. <laughs> and now I've got two little kids as well, four and five. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's... So, yeah, so you got the next week... The symposium so, yeah coming up next week yeah, which so. feels really soon i <laughs> yeah already next week my god do it i know good work yeah yeah <laughs> i made a commitment to teach something to teach new modules every time because we've had so many people returning as students mm. and i'm like i can't keep teaching the same stuff so i've I've told the returning students that I will continue to teach things as long as I still know stuff and, and until I can't learn anything quick enough to teach it. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, so you, you are changing it every time. I am. Yeah, yeah I'm teaching new modules every time. And yeah. even if I do something that was based on a previous module, I'll teach it differently. So I taught like the first uh, symposium, I taught like uh, artificial and harp harmonics. Yeah. And I've taught that again, but I, I taught different aspects of it and I wrote an etude for it last time mm -hmm. so that students could have something short and digestible, but also musical to, to study the technique if they found okay. it inspiring. Excellent. And then now, make sure I get this pronunciation right. So Daniele? Yeah, thank yeah. you. Hey, so is this your- Pronunciation. Yeah, thank you. Is this your first one? No, it will be my third one actually. Mm -hmm. Okay. Despite my accent, Jennifer was as sweet to introduce me and uh, teaching. Uh, the first time I, I taught uh, two models, yeah. like uh, she likes to call them, yeah. these little lessons 
that uh, was first 20 minutes each and now they are 30 minutes each. And uh, I was teaching about uh, tap, uh, chordal tapping, uh, playing uh, chords and melody with two hands, basically. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I thought also about the sweep picking technique and uh, another topic was uh, rhythmic visualization. When you are soloing, everybody thinks of the notes you need to play, yep. the shapes, the position. But uh, approaching that aspect from a rhythmic standpoint and then feeling with the notes mm. for developing timing and uh, more variety. And this time uh, uh, I will expand, uh, teach uh, three modules. And the first, uh, it will be about uh, expressive techniques okay. like um, bands, vibrato, bands and vib- plus the vibrato, all these elements that are sometimes overlooked, you know? For sure. And we will try to dissect all these concepts in a forensic way. Mm. This is another term, term that Jennifer likes, <laughs> likes to use, forensic. Yeah, yeah. And also she likes to use uh, bite-sized chunks. <laughs> this is the style of teaching. Yeah. Everything uh, broken down in little piece, digestible piece of information with the goal to not to be overwhelmed, but you know, I have a lot of time, things, how I can organize all this concept on my guitar, how I can conceptualize, then all, everything is teach in little segments that all connect with each other, you know? Yeah. I think that's something that's also cool and unique about this thing that Jennifer came up with is that right now, like we're not hurting for information. Like humans are no longer hurting for information. You hear about like stories about like the Beatles taking buses to the other side of town because some guy over there had learned a new chord, you know, and we don't have that problem anymore. But I think a lot more is how to organize the information and how to apply the information. Mm. And so um, I think, you know, Jennifer's like vision for this whole thing has, I think really helped me in approaching teaching in a way to try to think, okay, what, what can we offer that isn't readily available kind of anywhere you want to type it into Google. And and some of it is is really focusing not just on the information, which is there, but also like the process and and the understanding and being able to do the real-time feedback, which I think makes anything more engaging. Oh, for sure. So is there a limit to the, the classes? Yeah, I mean, so far we've yet to reach that that limit. Um, yeah. I think we're limiting it to 50 people um, okay. because, again, the, the idea is not just to do, I mean, we all have instructional materials out there with Jamplay or TrueFire or Jamtrack Central. Mm. Um, and so the idea is that the, the ability to connect and discuss and talk about things one-on-one is really essential. But like you're saying, uh, Daniele, about the uh, vibrato, that's, I find that's a lot of things, you know, it's overlooked. Because people, they, they learn to play notes and they just, for example, just... But as soon as you add that, you know, it just adds a whole different dynamic to the, the playing. And the nuances of it too. I mean, I think mm, it's nuances. very easy to spot, um, 
you know, people earlier on the path, or even if you've had the opportunity to look back, like, you know, stuff like for me, I can even look back on things like earlier in my, in my path. Mm. And that's the first thing that bums me out in my playing (laughs) is like the things that you don't notice until your ears have developed enough to notice it is to be like, well, I didn't really listen to the vibrato. I, I, Mm. I wiggled my finger, but I didn't really, I, I wasn't, it, what, there wasn't that intentionality that sets, you know, really mature, fantastic players apart from somebody who can maybe shred. Yeah, yeah. And then they land on that one note with the, you know, vibrato that maybe shows they haven't quite put in yeah. the time <laughs> to develop it the way they have the other stuff, you yeah. know. And, and it's such an effective technique, just like you said, yeah. for, for a little bit of a mental and auditory investment, you, you get a lot out of it. Yeah. And it, it affects, affects. A lot also the intonation. Mm-hmm. For instance, the vibrato is not in place. Uh, often some guitar players play a vibrato yeah. and they With bend the also microscopic amount and the intonation goes, uh, becomes strange. Then it's all connected, the intonation, the mm-hmm. touch, uh, you the, have quality, the quality of tone also, you know, it's all connected, I think. And then uh, we talk about all these things in connection. Because the final result, all these different parameters. Mm. But you're also teaching two other things. What are your other ones? The other one is, uh, one is uh, about uh, applied modes, how to understand modes. There is a, and um, trying to, a lot of guitar players, a lot, a good amount of guitar players thinks uh, of modes like uh, they are uh, some patterns on the fretboard. Yeah. You know, and this can be true, but the sense of the modes are musical, you know, are musical sonority. Also, the idea of modes, like seven notes, scales, and you need to outline a mode, you need to play all the seven notes. Yeah. is not true. You can play three notes if they are the good one that outline the modes. Then uh, talking about the modes uh, from different point of views, from a musical point of view, hopefully how to recognize them in a song, how to use them to create an harmonic framework, or how to use them melodically to improvise for a solo. This kind of overview. Yeah, that sounds really good. This is a concept. So with the the workshops, do you have PDFs as well to go with it, or is it just more showing what to do? No, no, I have PDF, yes. Okay. Always. Oh, excellent. In fact, like the um, the latest feedback we got from, you know, because we always try to get like students to tell us like, what, was, what, how do we make this better? Like yeah, each yeah. time we want it to be better than last time. Yeah. And the last bit of feedback we got is that there were too many PDFs oh, and yeah. too much stuff. Too much I think both of us tend to be like kind, well, super geeky. And so I'm like, here's everything you need to know going into this. Here are all this further yeah. study. Here's like, if you want to know all about, like, if you really want to know about the overtone series, here's a great article and you know and people are like okay can you just like pare it down a little bit so um so yes we have pdfs but hopefully maybe a little more manageable this time around yeah. that was very yeah. that's good <laughs> the last one is a combined technique mixed techniques combined yeah like combined. lead guitar when soloing some guitar players again another aspect of guitar playing, especially in the rock environment, in the rock, metal, also blues, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes 
the tendency to think of technique in an exclusive way. Can mm-hmm. I say exclusive way? Yeah, I think compartmentalized way. Compartmentalized, you know? my God, what a fancy term. <laughs> Compartment. <laughs> What you said? Compartmentalized way. Like, okay. you know, like if it's like, I am now tapping and then you tap as opposed to, you now know, integrate. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. alternate picky. Yeah. Everything yeah. is square. And to me, mm, I really like to combine different techniques also in, in a same line with the goal to have different uh, articulations, yeah. different colors in terms of uh, timbre. And then I will show how to again, in a bite-sized chunks. <laughs> How to start with a little metal that maybe is based in some specific articulation, it can be a legato, and then how to introduce other elements. For instance, it can be tapping, it can be hybrid picking, it can be sweep picking, it can be, what else we have? I was sorry. I was listening. I was thinking about what I was getting. You know, teach. also one of the all the techniques in one single music melodic and in musical idea. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so not thinking about the actual technique, just just playing it, enjoying it all together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the goal, yeah, is uh, the idea is uh, you have the notes and then you apply the techniques uh, in a way that is intuitive for you and uh, make it sound uh, more manageable for you because uh, finding the the technique uh, mm. and also. Um, yeah, dif- to find different colors and different, not get stuck yep. in some patterns that after a while become uh, st- uh, arid, dry. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. No, no, that's good. Things like that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, so Gretchen, you're doing the improvisation, aren't you? Yeah, um, I am teaching it. One, it's funny It's funny that I'd be teaching it. And I think the reason I'm teaching it is because I feel like I wish I had been encouraged to do it more sooner. Mm-hmm. I, my background is in classical guitar, and my first bands were tribute bands. Yeah. And then I got into composing music. So it's not to say that I've never improvised or that it was like, you know, a totally new thing for me, but nothing I've... I've done has had that be the thing that was most venerated in classical guitar. You, you seek to control every single note and, and, yeah. and play it with absolute authority. And when you're honoring somebody else's music, I mean, whether it's Bach or Jimmy Page, mm. the idea is to deliver it with, with honesty and integrity. And fortunately for me, Led Zeppelin does have a lot of improvisation in live. They were so improvised. So I, I do have some wiggle room there, but in terms of, Improvisation beyond what um, what is just kind of knowing shapes and patterns and being able to not hit bad notes in a key, to improvise the way that we speak with fluency, with spontaneity, 
And at the end of the day, with with integrity, to know what you mean to say and to have the words that come out support the idea you're trying to convey, I think that's a very elusive thing musically. Mm. And it's something that I have been searching for constantly that I studied all the time that I'm always bugging him about, like to try to get help because he's yeah. he is an amazing improviser. But I feel like as somebody who is a less amazing, impro- a, a decidedly less amazing improviser, <laughs> that maybe I can be a bridge between like the brilliant people who really know what they're doing and the people who are like, where do I even start? Because I feel like it wasn't that long ago that I too was like, where do I even start? And I still feel that way all the time, no matter what I'm working on. So um, I feel like that there might be some things I have to say that could help people. Well, either people who really don't know how to even begin to people who maybe they they know their scales and they understand keys and everything and they're trying to just kind of get their mind around it a lot and mm-hmm. with improvisation there is so much going on right. i mean i feel like it's just like the the in in so many ways like the pinnacle of mm-hmm. music in terms of what and you know maybe it's because it's something that i feel so um so new newish too. So, yeah. so I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about visualizing the fretboard. I'm going to talk about, you know, ways to incrementally challenge yourself more and more. I think the problem that, that I have had and that I think a lot of people have is that they, they try to do too much and yeah. it gets overwhelming and you never master the building blocks and you're constantly playing in the state of overwhelm. Mm. And, and then you're either forced to play stuff that you already know, in which case, is that really improvisation? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you're just kind of going for it and you have no, you're just, your fingers are just wiggling through memorized patterns. And then are you saying something that's coherent? Yeah. Boy, was that a long explanation. No, no, no <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's a very important factor, I think, of guitar playing in, or music in general. So I think it really takes you from that, that level up to here. You know, learning that um, improvisation, it's a huge step. Yeah. Well, I mean, and think about like, you know, the, the confidence that one gets with a language, you know, mm. like, I don't know if you remember, well, you have children, yeah. you know, what happens when you're like pre-verbal and semi-verbal, the level of frustration that we as humans experience not being able to express ourselves in the way that properly conveys what we're trying to convey, yeah. the same thing applies musically. Yeah. And I think it's, it's like we can always strive for greater fluency in anything, but I think getting just to the place where at least you feel like what you're saying, there's an intentionality about that is one of the most joyous things, even if you just have glimmerings of it here yeah. and there. And yeah. I think it's well worth pursuing. So um, so that's my first module. Yeah. Um, and then, no, no, that's not the first one. The, fir- the first one I'm teaching is actually going to be motivation, organization, and focus. So it's it's not really guitar oriented. We're trying, yeah. we try to keep these, um, the whole symposiums to be a nice balance of the really geeky stuff and the, the tech stuff or the music gear stuff. And then some of the bigger picture, like the psychology stuff. Mm. Um, and, and I feel like for me, motivation, organization, focus, that, that governs everything that we do in mm. life, in music, whatever. And I think if there's one thing that bonds guitar players, it's this persistent self-loathing that we're constantly trying to, to stave off because as guitar players, we're playing like the most popular instrument and everybody's so good at it, or so many people are so good at it. And just when you think you kind of got one area so that it's not, you're not totally humiliated all the time, then somebody else throws something at you and you're just like, oh my God, could I just be any lamer? <laughs> um, so so trying to figure out how to um, how to manage that, how, how to keep your head in a good place, how to, and then how to have 
your daily work, your time on your instrument be in furtherance of your goals and to keep sight of what those goals are for you mm. personally. Yep. So, um, which is always a, a challenge and something that I, at least for me, I have to, um, I have to every day renew my, my commitment yeah. <laughs> to, to working in furtherance of whatever those goals are, you know, yeah. whether it's preparing material to teach at a guitar cloud symposium or working on a Bach piece or composing mm -hmm. something new myself. So um, I'll share some of the strategies with that because I feel like I, I juggle. I juggle enough stuff that I might have a little, yeah. <laughs> a little something to say that could help some people. Yeah, for sure. um, and then for the, the last thing I'm teaching, it's funny because when I looked at it at first, I was like, what is that? I think we called it applied inspiration or something like that. Um, what that really just means is like a process or different procedures, different techniques for hearing something you love and then for turning it into something of your own. Mm. So like, you know, say you hear a killer Andy Timmons piece. I mean, and actually in my case, the reason I picked it is because there was a very clear moment where Vintage Guitar Magazine asked me to provide a, a video for them and they sent an Andy Timmons piece as an example. And it was just this beautiful, clean electric guitar. And I'm like, man, this is so gorgeous. And thanks. Now I'm super intimidated. Like <laughs> what, you know, sure. I'll just do something like Andy Timmons did, yeah. but it, it, but it got me thinking, I'm like, I've never written anything for clean electric guitar. So the idea of seeing something being inspired by it and figuring out what aspects of it you can take and, and, and then write something of your own with, because there's, I think a, a number of different ways that I'll go about that, whether it's through a technique or through a texture or through a concept or any number of different things. So how, how to steal in an intelligent and legal way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's amazing. I mean, just by the things, just you two guys I got, I mean, plus the other, how many other six people? No, five people. Uh, it's yeah. Five total. Jennifer, Vicky, Greg. Oh no, six total. Yes. And um and Mundo, yeah. yeah. Mundo is teaching gypsy jazz, which I'm like, I cannot <laughs> wait for. Yeah, that looks amazing too. Yeah. And so the times, I know it's a bit different in Australia, but uh, I did write it down here somewhere. Yeah, so pretty much 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on those days. Which, which is the middle of the night for you. <laughs> which is 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. here in Australia. Oh it's rock star o'clock for you guys. <laughs> That's it. But it's worth it though. Go to bed after the yeah. Yeah, after the symposium. Yeah. No, but it's totally worth it. Like all the feedback I've heard and just the what you guys are teaching. Yeah, it sounds amazing. We like I said, if nothing else, we try really hard to to make it worthwhile to people. And what I have told people because we have um, students joining from the U.S., from Germany, from, from from all over the world. I think we had somebody join from Zimbabwe one time mm. is uh, even if you can't make it for the full thing, I think Jennifer was really cool. She priced it at a level that I think for what you get out of it, even if you just make it to half a day or, you know, part of this day or a few modules on this day, people still get all of the materials. And mm. um, and then I think once you sign up, you get a discount on further symposium. So it's mm. like she she's way cool she mm. really wants to make this work for people while you know for everybody you know she wants yeah. to make sure that you know that that she can justify doing it and she get get instructors to do it but mm. at the end of the day it's really a labor of love and of sharing that love of guitar and of learning more about it and yeah. and she's really starting to build like a cool community yeah. like there's now these people who keep coming back in this facebook group and people really supporting each other it's it's 
it's a lot of positivity where, you know, we could always use more, more of that, especially in this last year, I think. Yeah, yeah. Are they recorded as well, or is it just all totally live? It's all live. And that was something that I think we've all been really committed to. I don't know, you know, if in the future there might be some way to manage both, but I think there's something that is so essential about being able to talk with people in real time. There's a, a spontaneity that I just don't think the, if like, for instance, if I know that I'm being recorded forever, you know, it's just a different you prepare differently, you yeah. know, you don't maybe what is best for the students in real time, which is sometimes you got to reiterate something. Sometimes you have to drive a point home in yeah. a different way, but you're thinking like, Oh, if this is going to be something people watch again and again, I don't want to repeat myself. And it's just a slightly different format. And so yeah. I think we really want it to be that people, people have to be there. Yeah, yeah that's good. And so as far as it, so it's all on zoom, isn't it? The, mm-hmm. the classes yeah. here. Um, so I'm guessing people just have their microphones on mute while everyone else is talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like it. The way I structure mine, every every instructor is a little bit different, is I like to do a module and then immediately a Q&A as opposed to doing my modules and then a Q&A for all of them right after. Okay. Um, I think that it's at least, as I know for me, it's really easy to forget questions or to get sidetracked if you have a lot coming in. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like there's a little bit of an inhale and exhale if I let people ask questions right away. And and I do like people to turn off their mics if if it isn't, I'm sorry, to turn their mics on for the Q&A okay. if I can, um, you know, if it's not too many people and if everybody's, you know, relatively sober. <laughs> we've, had, <laughs> we've had some, yeah. you know, if, sometimes it's beer o'clock in certain yeah. countries, so. <laughs> <laughs> Very much again for doing this for us. Appreciate you both. Oh, thank you. Spend the time with me. Thank you. Appreciate you having us. No, no problem. I'll I'll get it out there. Are you coming to the symposium? In the middle of the night? I'd love to, yeah. It's just the time, but um, I'd love to even drop in, Uh, even for like, you know, from. Drop it, drop in at the end or something. Yeah, yeah. We'll make sure you get a link. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that'd be awesome. Great. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you, man. I'll see you all soon. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Ciao.